0: going recognize real, going recognize real, going recognize real, real, real. Only going recognize still, still, I reckon I will
1: Like we always do with this time I go for mine, I get the shine Now throw your hands up in the sky <laughs>
2: Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the KRP radio show. I'm your host, Pudgy, man. We're doing this another Sunday, January 29, 2012. The last year that we will be on planet Earth. That's what I'm hearing. That's the word on the street. So I hope y'all know that. It's the last year we're gonna be alive. So it's the last January 29th. We're gonna broadcast. You know, you know what it is, man. KRP radio show. Keeping it real with Pudgy, the number one black conservative show. Southeastern United States, baby. We we doing it pretty big, man. Over two hundred and twenty-five thousand listeners, baby. That's what we do, and that's how we do it. Shout out to everybody out there. You are big in my book for listening to the show. All the Twitters, all the Facebooks, all the hip-hop conservatives, all the all the blogs, man. It's crazy. We got a lot of following out there. A lot of people are really interested in what we have to say, and uh, you know, pe- people are very opinionated. So we get a, a, a slew of email from folks saying that uh you know possibly we have no clue about what we're talking about but that's cool you know we rock with that whatever you know we don't we don't have a clue about what we're talking about or uh we're imposing our religious belief that that's my favorite one by the way uh Pudgy, you're imposing your religious beliefs on everyone on all of us and we just don't like it you know screw you man i i don't care what you don't like if you if you don't like the fact that i love jesus christ you can hit the bricks. Don't let the door hit you with a good Lord split you. I don't care. You know, it is what it is. So that's what we stand for, man. Those are the principles that we represent, you know. And, uh, you know, that's just what it is. You know, if you don't like it, like I say, you know, send me an email, complain about it, go on the blog, tell your friends that I'm a terrorist or whatever, you know, all that other stuff you say. I, I don't know. Who knows what people say, right? Who knows what people think, but... At the end of the day, we don't care. It is what it is. So I just got to give a shout-out to all my people out there in Hampton and Newport News, baby. Newport News, Hampton, VA. Shout-out to all you guys out there, Virginia Union. Virginia – no, I'm sorry. I'm Not Virginia Union. Uh, Virginia Commonwealth. I think that's right. I can't read too good right now. But I think I need glasses, man. Am, am I getting that old to the point where I can't even uh, – I know I can barely hear because I keep my mic. Like, these headphones, I got them wide open. And – uh I can barely hear anymore. I don't I don't know what's going on. And every time I'm talking to someone, I got to ask them to repeat. So, you know, when you're having a conversation with me, I'm forever saying, huh? Huh? Say that again? Can you run that by me again? I hate that about myself. So I know other people hate that when I'm talking to them. I know they hate it. But, you know, it is what it is. So uh, Virginia Commonwealth, shout out to all you guys out there, man. We got your email. You guys are riders. Us out there, We got some UNC love, got to give some shout outs and some love to all my people out there in UNC. Finally, I guess somebody heard me say the other week because we got some Duke love and folks know that I'm a UNC fan. But, uh, you know, we got some Duke love a couple times on the show, but uh, no UNC love. So this is the first time we get some love from the folks from the United, uh, <laughs> United, Jesus, University of Chapel Hill. So shout out to all my UNC Tar Heels out there. Got a nice win over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. And uh, you know, shout out to all you people out there. You guys are B I G in my book, and I will be back to talk to you guys real soon. I know you're not I know Chapel Hill's not gonna let us show another another DVD. And uh <laughs> since we showed our pro life D V D, they definitely wasn't feeling that. But you know you know what the good part about all that is? A lot of people were really interested in, in, in more information about the pro-life movement they they wanted to hear more they wanted to hear more of the stats they couldn't believe that you know uh in in some states or in one state new york in particular where they aborted more kids than were born so they couldn't be, a lot of people couldn't believe that in a, in a black community excuse me and uh you know folks found that uh, uh amazing i guess so they wanted to know more they wanted to hear more they wanted to hear more about where abortion came from and how it originated and this that and the third I'm not gonna get on that today because I feel one way and that's just me. You know, it is what it is. But uh you know, like I said, shout out to my people out there in UNC Chapel Hill, man, and everybody else who listened to the show, cause you guys continue to make us relevant. You continue to make us the number one black conservative hip hop. I gotta throw the hip hop in there. The hip-hop is like an after, but you continue to make us the number one black conservative radio show. Online in the eastern, southeastern United States, and I really appreciate that. With over well over 220,000, somewhere at somewhere actually between 230 and 250,000 listeners out there, and let me tell you, I appreciate that over 1.2 million contributors, people who have clicked on the site or responded in some sort in, in one of our media uh, sites out there who have interacted with the show, and I really appreciate that. I love the statistics that we get, I don't check them uh, enough. You know, I blame that partially on my real life. You know, this radio show is life, but it's not what goes on every day. It's not what pays the bills every day. As a matter of fact, I spend more money on this show than we take in. But, you know, whatever. And, uh, (laughs) um... You know, this is not the real life. This is not what goes on every day. Hold on, I'll take that back. It goes on every day in my life, but there are more important things that goes on every day in my life, like my wife and my kids and my nine to five and my employees and paying my bills. You know, that's that's the stuff that really matter every day. And uh, I, I wish more people would pay attention to the everyday aspects of their life because I know I get on this a lot, but like when you look at Facebook, and and i finally just saw the movie uh social media i guess is what it's called or I, the story of facebook whatever whatever it's called I, I finally finally i saw it and um it's amazing that it's amazing how like people really apply facebook as their everyday life like if if you listen if you, I, I, I here's what i challenge you guys to do right check this out you you're not going to believe this i promise you you're not going to believe it but i challenge everybody to spend a day in public places for eight hours. You know, you don't have to stay in the same place. Go to the mall. I mean, do the things that you normally do. But the difference is I want you to listen. I want you to pay attention to the language that you hear, to the things that's going on around you instead of – because, you know, normally when we go to the store, we're focused. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get our food or we're going to get a shirt or some shorts or some pants or, you know, some socks. Who knows what you need from the store. But when we go to the store, we may, we're mainly focused on one, what the items that we're going to get, two, the things that just catch our eye that's for sale. Three, how long the line is and four, how much time we spend in the store. And uh, you know, and how quick you're gonna get out, where's the longest line, where's the shortest line, what may have you. But I want everybody to really take a take a just just take a chance. And, and go in some stores that you normally wouldn't go into and just listen to what's going on around you instead of what's directly affecting you. I want you to pay attention to the language that you hear people use and the things that they're talking about, and it's going to make you raise your eyebrows. You're not going to believe what you hear. And And the reason I even bring that up, because Facebook has become number one in a lot of our lives. Like, for example, I wonder how many people out there Get on their Facebook and say good morning or get on their Facebook in general and make a Facebook post before they would even say good morning to their kids or their spouse. Think about that. How many people get on Facebook before you brush your teeth? How many people get on Facebook before you take a shower in the morning or you wash your face or you comb your comb and brush your hair? I wonder how many people out there actually do that. I, listen, I know the number is probably like astronomical, man. I know the number is crazy. I'm not, I'm I'm just, I'm a believer that people have invoked, people have included Facebook into uh, a number one priority in their life. And, and I think that's pathetic. I, I'm guilty. Listen, I'm guilty. I'm not calling y'all pathetic, but really I am calling you pathetic. I'm, I'm probably calling myself pathetic too. But uh, I, I think it's pathetic that social media has taken... Uh, number one in our lives, social media has become the main target, the main thing that we view, the thing that we, we cherish the most. Like, for example, I wouldn't be surprised if if Facebook shut down for a week. Can you imagine what would happen to some people out there, to people who believe that they're relevant because of Facebook? It's funny as hell to me, man. And and I know I owe I owe you a dollar because I cursed and I'm trying to stop. But it's funny to me because... There are so many Facebook celebrities, like I, Facebook, Twitter. I don't mean just Facebook alone. I'm talking about the Twitter and the Facebook, all social media together, the WordPress, all the blogs, everything. And, and I know people use this to make a living, but I'm just saying it's, it's pathetic to me that the computer, the computer, now follow me. The computer, whether it's the phone, whether it's your laptop, whatever. But it's amazing that the computer has taken number one priority over a lot of our lives. A lot of our lives have become computer first, uh, job, family, health, hygiene second. It's amazing. You guys know it's real. You can, de- you can debate it all you want. Call in and let me know how you feel, man. 619-638-8559. We're going to turn the show a little bit because, you know, we were talking about, I mean, this is going to be one of the topics anyway. You know, the topic of the show is basically open mic, but this is something I wanted to discuss too. And and one thing that I put out there for, you know, the people that, that's on the Blog Talk, shout out to Blog Talk Radio, man. They let us do some things that a lot of other shows can't do, and they, they really don't say anything about it. Occasionally, I get an email, but, you know, anyway, shout out to Blog Talk Radio, man. they B.I.G. in my book over there. Um, if you decide to have your own radio show, folks, if you think that you can do this and, and you know that I know you can do it, I, I got faith in you, and I support you, too. But to all the people out there who feel like, hey, I need something... And, and a way to express myself. I need a way to, to maybe get my message out there. I feel like I can do my own talk show, whether it's for 10, 15, 30 minutes, or what may have you. Blog Talk Radio is the spot. That's where you want to go, blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com. I'm not going to spell it. Jesus. They shouldn't have took spelling out of school. But Blog Talk Radio, log on there, and you can. they'll give you um, – I don't know. I I think it's a free 15 minutes or free 30 minutes to do your own show. I think they'll give you that. I don't know if it's per week, per day, per month, whatever. I don't know. Just log on to Blog Talk Radio Start up your own radio show, whatever you got to do, and and you can do this without paying for anything. You don't have to spend all this stupid money that we're spending, and and you know to bring you guys this show, man. And you guys don't appreciate it, and we spend spending all. But anyway, um, so go to Blog Talk Radio if you feel like you can do this. You feel like you can have your own radio show, and I encourage you guys to do what I did. Reach out to people you know. Reach out to other stations, and maybe they have some slots open and they'll broadcast at minimum one hour of your show like they do for me. Shout out to WMMG LA, D.C., 530 through 1600 a.m. on your radio dial. Um, every Wednesday night we're broadcasting live on those on those stations, and sometimes you get an hour, sometimes you get two or three. But, uh, you know, I, I encourage you guys to do the same thing, man. Go to Blog Talk Radio. Reach out. Do what you do. Set your show up. Take a couple of pictures. Throw one on there. And, uh, you know, do the same thing you do on your social media. Talk about things that are important to you. And you'll be surprised because a lot of those things are important to other folks, too. And uh, I think you can do it. Uh, If I can do it, I know you guys can do it. But let me tell you, it's not easy. Anyway, um, after the break, man, this is, you know, it's quarter after. We got to go to a break. And uh, the very first thing we're going to do is we're going to bring Charlotte, who is a contributor to the KRP radio show, and she's going to bring you guys nothing but frugal information she's gonna let you guys know how to save a couple dollars she's gonna tell you about her website she's gonna tell you about things that she's found through the week or ways that'll help you save money and ways that'll help you find deals and this that and the third this is what she do we got to go to commercial for one minute we're going to come back with charlotte com. also folks also we got a celebrity in the house celebrity alert we need a. I See, I need some sound effects, man. But anyway, celebrity alert, man. Sonny is in the house. At Sonny Johnson on Twitter. Check her out, man. We got a celebrity, movie star, enthusiast, You name it, she is it, and she'll be in co-hosting the show with me tonight. And you know, we're both very opinionated, and who knows what's going to happen when we get on the show together. Got to go to commercial in one minute. You're listening to the number one black conservative radio show, Southeastern United States, baby, the K-I-R-P radio show. Let's get it. On Twitter, at symbol K-I-R-P radio show, on Facebook, Facebook facebook.com backslash K-I-R-P radio show, and you can find us on iTunes, baby, iTunes podcast, K-I-R-P radio show. We'll be right back after the break. One minute, rock with me. You know who it is without a doubt and hesitation. If money talks, I got. I'm masters in communication, but I don't run it. I run it for a hundred. Ever since I wasn't young and been hungry, it's called bunion. You've been so fixed to plumbing. I'm a beast in the game, you run it. And if this ain't what you call hip hop, it must be bungee jumping. Eat side on my arm, three stripes on my sneakers. And even if they slippers, us, they better be Adidas. Remember this number 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock or the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that.
3: It's ounces. And that makes this the life of
2: Y'all know that, ah, that's that noise you make after we just drunk something cold and something good. that, ah, why, why do we do that anyway? Anyway, I'm eating chips and dip. I got a little bit of juice in here. Can't give you the name of what it is because they don't help pay no bills around here. If you don't pay no bills around here, you don't live here. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the KIRP radio show, baby. You rocking with the number one black conservative radio show, Southeastern United States. And right now. We're going to bring you the frugal report from my girl and your very own, the one that we love, the most, Charlotte from com. Charlotte, welcome. Yeah.
1: What's
2: up? Can't hear you, Charlotte. Quiet. I hear music. Oh. How you doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. hope you are.
4: Oh, I'm Uh-oh. kind of tired tonight, but
2: I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you know that was a that was a a, a very uh, convincing huh too. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, I
4: liked your film on Facebook. That was that was very interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about that some more because uh, I'm curious to know how folks feel about that. John, put that on the Facebook. Oh, I can't. He can't hear me right now because you won, but. I'll type to him. Charlotte, what you got for us tonight, man? I hope you... First of all, I'm sorry. That was rude. How was your week?
4: It was good. It went by
2: pretty quick, so that's always nice.
4: Yeah,
2: it goes by quick. How was your week? It it goes by quick, and Monday comes back around (laughs) real fast.
4: (laughs) I know. We're here again.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The the good part is that we're here on the show and that we're alive, and we ain't pushing up no flowers. But uh, the bad part is, it's time to go to work tomorrow, man. I got to go back to work, man. I
4: know,
2: boo. I'm complaining. <laughs> I'm complaining, and, and so many people are out of a job right now. I and
4: know. I, you know, be, to be honest, my husband's out of work, and I complain all the time, and I feel so guilty. But yeah. it's, like, hard not to. <laughs> you the ones working.
2: The nerve of Pudgy. I know somebody out there saying, the nerve of Pudgy complaining and he got a job. The Republicans, not Bad even, use. they don't even know.
4: <laughs> Charles, what you
2: got for us today, man? I know you got some good information for the people.
4: I do. Well, I was going to do a continuation from last week, so nope. those of you that are listening, um, it was for grocery um, store rip so <laughs> I'm going to continue that. I have interesting well, nope. stuff for you.
2: I know people want to hear about that, so I'm gonna let you have the floor and let you do your thing.
4: Okay. Cool. Well, thank you again for having me. Um, I only have I'm gonna give you just two tonight, but I have a lot to say about those two things, so that's why I'm limited myself. But um, you know, I can like I like to talk and ramble, but that's okay. So um, you know, one of the things that um you and I have talked about before, but is organic food. So a lot of people ask me, um, you know, if they can get a good deal on organic foods and eating better and whole foods and that kind of thing. And so we've talked about how to save money by couponing and um, shopping for organic foods. But there's one um, in know, Common misconception that I kind of wanted to put out there with organic items. Uh, so a lot of times, um, and this happens more than you would think, but an item can be labeled organic, but it doesn't, just because it's labeled organic does not mean that it has to be FDA approved. So a lot of times the label on the package will say organic, you know, I put that in quotation marks, but it does not mean that it meets all the standards for FDA approval. Um, So they are not required to have these standards met before they label all the packages. So um, I would just, you know, buyer beware, of what items that you actually are spending your money on, a lot of people are loading up on organic items because they think they're better for them, and they're spending a lot of money out of pocket now. I'm all for organic i um you know we've given our kids organic milk from like day one that's just, like the one thing that I spend money on but um know what to spend all that money on and what you don't really need to do um so there's certain items that I would say save your money and just buy the standard um, produce, vegetable type thing. So those items are going to be things like bananas, avocados, onions, garlic, oranges, basically anything that you have to peel um, before you eat it. You, like, don't eat the peel or whatever. Um, that would be an item that I would say save your money and don't buy organic. Um, the reason is, is that um, studies have shown that when you buy these items and you peel them anyways the the um likelihood of having a high amount of pesticides on the food that you're actually eating is very low, um even when it's grown the you know way that it is and all these hot houses and that kind of thing so um those items I would say don't spend your money on um items that I would say maybe invest a little bit in if you are concerned about things like that um are things that you're going to eat, like lettuce, um, items that you might eat the peel on, like apples, um, you know, plums, things like that, anything that you eat with the peel or that, like lettuce, doesn't, you know, you don't peel, because those items um, are going to have a higher content of pesticides and that kind of thing. So, and a lot of times with... um, you know, things like pastas and stuff that you're trying to buy organic, you're going to cook those items and boil. So anything that was on them is basically going to be cooked out. So I would say don't waste your money on pastas, um, things that are boxed that you're going to actually cook. Um, you know, I would say just steer clear of that because, you know, you're going to cook out the bad stuff. So, um that's my still in organic, so that's just another way for you to save some money um just look at what you really are buying and make sure that what you're spending your high dollar um you know amounts on are things that are a necessity, not just because it's labeled that um this whole hype about organic is out there, and we feel like we need to do it so don't jump on the bandwagon just because everybody's saying it, just you know make sure you're making smart, responsible decisions with your spending so um my number two item that I wanted to talk about as far as being a rip-off on grocery stores, and this is something that I had heard before but I've just done some more research on, and I find it very interesting, so I thought that you all might as well. Um, but it's something called um, meat plumping or chicken plumping. Um, and some of you might have heard of this, people that are really into food and that kind of thing. But a lot, if not all, of the grocery stores are now doing this. So um, when you're at the meat section, the meat counter, and you're looking at chicken, you need to check and see if it says it's injected with the solution. Um, they claim that it's to enhance the chicken, and that's wrong. <laughs> Basically, what ha- is happening, what meat clumping is, and I found this on Wikipedia, for so those of you that like to have references, um, but it's Chickens are being infused with up to 15% of a solution. The solution is um, water and sodium, basically salt water. So you're paying for a chicken that you think is, you know, let's say one pound, and you're actually probably getting about three-fourths of that in chicken. The rest is gonna be this water solution. So the standard is about 15%, and they can go upwards of 30% of the solution. Um, so you are really getting the raw end of the deal as the consumer, so if you have somewhere that you can buy fresh meat or you can um you know do like whole foods somewhere that that doesn't do this um would be key because even though you're paying more at like a natural store, you actually are gonna get more meat even though because you're paying for the solution so to break this down into numbers, because if you're like visual like me, fifteen percent means nothing. Um, you know, let's just say for an example. Well, actually, on average, they show they've proven that you're paying about a dollar and seventy cents per package for this saltwater solution when you buy um, a package of meat,
1: um,
4: and this is for fresh meat. And um, so, if let's just say for an example, you buy one pack of chicken every week. And you're paying that extra dollar and seventy cents per package, you would be paying eighty eight dollars and forty cents a year for salt water. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds crazy. <laughs> I can go to the beach and get salt water right so um yeah. just that is like a huge way for you to save eighty eight dollars and forty cents on your chicken <laughs> so um, that's just one thing that I just wanted to throw out there that I just thought was crazy. <laughs> That's basically all I have. I could talk more
2: on that, but you know. Well, you, I think you brought the pain, but I don't want to pay you that much for salt water, man. I, <laughs> well,
4: I mean, a dollar and seventy cents. We all know. Well, I know those of you who are learning how to coupon. A dollar and seventy cents can buy me a lot. I can have yeah. a whole grocery cart full of stuff for <laughs> Uh-oh, like a dollar and seventy
2: cents. Uh oh, sounds like a
4: challenge. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge
2: right there. We, you know what we need to do? We need to get together. Um, for the websites, for all of our websites, com, Triad Super Savers, and KRP Radio. We need to get together and see what can Charlotte do with $5 so they can see how it goes down. And it goes down, let me tell you.
4: I would love to do that. I, w- I would be happy to take that
2: challenge on. <laughs> yeah, we need to coordinate that. I-, I think that'll be B-I-G right there because a lot of people uh, understand the concept of couponing. I-, I think people feel good about couponing. Don't They don't you know, they don't they don't not like it. You know what I mean? But uh, mm-hmm. I don't think folks will take the time to do it. I mean, we're we're, we're such in a convenience phase that people won't even take the time to sit down and actually look through the coupons and see what they what coupons are available. Excuse me, for the products that they use. So I don't know. I, I think people need to see everyday real life folks do it. Actually, the coolest mm-hmm. thing to do would be to get someone who knows nothing about it and then let put them to the task with your help.
4: Yeah, definitely.
2: Because I know you, you can do it. I, I know you can do it. Right.
4: Well, you know, I'm not going to shy away from any <laughs> kind of challenge. So <laughs> I definitely can take that on.
2: That's what we'll do, I man. Me and gonna...
4: you need to do a shopping trip.
2: Uh oh. You can
4: go and I'll go and we'll see you <laughs>
2: See, you know what happens is, like, I don't – my patience – you know what? Forget about my patience. Let's do it. We'll do it. We're going to coordinate that. We'll schedule that. So, everybody out there in Radio Land, you guys hear it right now, I'm committed. I'm going to beat Charlotte at couponing. And I know it's not a competition. <laughs> I'm going to beat her at couponing with $5. i me show you how to get it down. i me show you how to get down. We're going to do this. Yeah. I got to practice now. Yeah. All so, right,
4: they all call in
2: and tell us who's going to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely want to hear that, too. So, you got any shout-outs?
4: None today. Not really.
2: <laughs> you, okay, by now, you know better.
4: <laughs> uh, you haven't been asking me for the last few weeks. So I thought I was in the clear.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. I See, I try to give you a long time so you can have your shout-out list ready because, like, last time you forgot two of your friends that you were with, that you were sitting across so the table. Well,
4: I'm never going to live this down in. I?
2: Oh, no. I never let you forget that. No.
4: Shout out to my husband because he's just
2: yep. watching my kids for me. Shout out to Ben. He's my biggest fan, so I have to give him props every week, right? Ben is B.I.G., <laughs> man. Shout out to Ben. He's B.I.G. in my book. Definitely B.I.G. in your book. And uh, he's a yeah, good guy, no. man. What can I say? So, all right. Shout out to Charlotte. <laughs> shout out to Ben. Charlotte, let the folks know where they can hear your broadcast and they can also, I'm sorry, where they can get the replay, because I see you posted on your page, and uh, let them know where they can find more information about you and what you have to offer for them, because you do it for them.
4: Well, you can listen to the replay on iTunes podcast, KRP Radio Show. <laughs> um, That's free for anybody to download, even if you don't have Apple, just so you know. And um, you can listen or you can read my blog at StretchingYourBudget.com. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash StretchingYourBudget. You can also find us on Twitter at symbol Stretch Your Budget. That's S-P-R-E-T-C-H-U-R-B-U-D-G-E-T. Um, and we're also on Pinterest now. I don't know if you guys have heard about Pinterest. Yeah. But it's awesome. Um, other great ways to save money for, like, DIY projects and that kind of thing. And you
2: can find us on Pinterest.com forward slash stretching your budget. There it is. You guys heard it from me. Charlotte, we appreciate you coming through every week. We love what you do and we love you for it.
4: Thank you for having me.
2: We'll catch you next week. Sounds good. Bye. All right. One love. So that's Charlotte from com, folks. She always comes through. She's B-I-double-G-G in our book, because she always comes on and gives us some good information. share some good information with the people out there and help you guys save a couple dollars. And uh, I got to go to another commercial. I know you're sick of commercials, but listen, this is life. This is what we live. When we come back, I'm asking the questions to everybody out there that I asked right before the break. And that is, how many people log onto their Facebook before saying good morning to people in their own home or in their workplace, all right. And how many people that have Facebook, Twitter, other social media, uh, put it before hygiene, health, work, etc. I mean, and what I mean by that is, do you pick up your your phone before you even brush your teeth, wash your face, whatever? We'll be right back, man. We gonna make it.
3: America, the NFL, and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org. K-R-R-P Radio! Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry, wee, 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 all the way home?
4: you
5: home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Skyco.
3: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
2: 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach him on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach him on YouTube. Love somebody today. Welcome back to the K.I.R.P. Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy. You know what I do, man. I keep it B-I-G. And you rocking with the k r r p Radio Show. 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment. If you don't have a comment, you just, you can rock with us. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to say anything. We're not going to bother you. You know, we, we got a bunch of people on here on the screen that, you know, if they're not lit up, that let us know that uh, you don't want to rock. So we ain't going to put you on the air. We we don't do that. See, there's a lot of shows out here are struggling. And everybody that pops up on the queue, they they automatically put you on. And I hate that. Because I, I like to call in the shows and just listen to. Or I'm just listening to them on, on my computer or whatever or on my phone. And sometimes I don't want to say anything. You know what I mean? So, you know, I told the producers when we first started the show, listen, don't hit the queue for anybody who don't want to say anything. So if you don't light up, we won't hit you. And half the time, if you got a comment, we don't get you anyway because I talk so much. But uh, it is what it is, man. Right now, I got a special guest for you guys, and I call her sis because you know we—it's like my sister, man. And I'm not talking about one of them sex and things. Like you know, I got I got a beef with that too. Let me get let me get on the air, Sonny. What up? What's up, P? Yo, check this out. I got a problem with like all these people. You know, it, it used to be. Let me just—I got to keep it 100. And I, I know my wife listening. I got to keep it 100 because I. I got a big thing on here in the studio that says go NP. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna hold back no more. It is what it is. They kicked me off the air. They can't kick me off the air, but somebody anyway, you know how I ramble. Um I remember back in school, you know, I'm talking high school, and I didn't spend a lot of time there because I was too busy selling dope. <laughs> but, you know, it back in school there were people, uh females, who would be like, you know, that you speak to on a regular basis and, you know, it was no, it was nothing, but you were somehow, you would end up being their brother. And I, I was, I used to wonder how that went down because I, you know, I, I never spent a lot of time in school. I was always out. <laughs> that was just, I was just a bad kid for school. I didn't like it. So I was always gone. I wasn't there. I, I came once in a while. And, uh, you know, I'm wondering how I got so close to these people to the fact that they would call me brother and they didn't even know me. I just spoke to him a lot, so I ended up being their brother. But then I realized what it was—they wanted me to have sex with him. They wanted me to do it to him, sonny. That's what it was. <laughs> That's Bernie I, That's no. what it was. <laughs> I was,
0: uh, I was that girl. You know what I'm saying? I was that girl that had all boyfriends. You know,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: like, like all my friends were guys, and you know, so I, so all the girls would be like, "Ooh, she got to be doing something. She got to be doing. It was one of them." I was like, man, please, if I had, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. relations, half the people they said I would, I'd have been the biggest whore in Richmond.
1: For really?
0: so, Yeah, right. but it won't never like that. And they never could get over the fact that, you know, when, when it was time everybody was going out to the movies or whatever, I never had to come out of my pocket. I never had to pay for my uh-huh. food. I never had to, you know, do those things. they were like, oh, she got to be doing something. Hmm. No. I had morals, I had standards, and I was real, and I told them the truth, and they loved me for it, and that's all it was. And
2: I hope that's why you, my bro. Yo, that's why. There ain't no other reason why? Because I'm,
1: listen,
2: <laughs> I'm the dude. I, I'm the dude who would be like, baby, I love you. Don't get upset, but I'd be like, yo, you gonna let me hit that? <laughs> I ain't gonna hold. Yo, I was the dude who would just keep it one hundred. You know what I'm saying? I was but, the
0: girl. I was the girl that the dudes would be like, "I love you to death, but you can never be my girlfriend."
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I could. Y'all you know, had a lot. I, had, now I ain't going to front. Now I had a lot of people that called me bro too that I felt like that with because we were like that type of cool and we were close. But my here's my issue: these grown ass people, and I know I owe you another dollar, but these grown people out here that don't even hardly they stick into they stand with this high school thing like, yo, that's my bro. And then all of a sudden, you get married, okay? So you spend your whole <laughs> life, time, you know, you go years with your wife, and you're talking, and you're telling her about stories. Then all of a sudden, this female comes up, and she's hugging on you, calling you, bruh that your wife never even seen before, and this happened to me, and I'm like, yo, hold up, hold up, hold up, back up, back up. You know what I mean? My wife is over there. Oh,
0: I, I have it all the time. When I go home and I, you know, I, like, I ain't been there in a while, and I will mm-hmm. run into somebody that, you know what I'm saying, back in the past, and the first thing they do is run up and grab you and stuff, and, yeah. you, you know, you had that, 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 that daze and the headlights look you know, on your face, and you like, hold on. But the cool thing is my... My baby knows, so he like yeah I know, and he confident. He's a real man, so that kind of it don't bother him. He knows I'm confident, knows but
2: I'ma act up. I'm telling you straight up. <laughs> grandma wife he don't I'm not act
0: gonna... up. because he, he know I, he knows that I don't really have a lot of female friends. I got mostly male friends, and he know I'm a good girl. And I don't you know I don't play like that. I don't mess like that. He know I got morals. And I got standards. So he
2: yeah, don't you have a fat? problem. Fabulous, but I, these these dudes, <laughs> these
0: dudes,
2: <laughs> yo, the dudes. If I'm, famous, trust, man. I'm
0: sorry. If you trust the girl, you ain't gotta worry about the dudes.
2: Yeah, they get their feel on though. I don't even want them to get their feel on. And that's why. <laughs> you know what? And that's why I like. I look at. That's how I look at my daughter because she's very friendly and she's always saying hello and and this and that. And I'm like Jay, you know, you know, back up, cause you, you don't. I don't know if you understand yet that. Some guys will use that to try to manipulate, to try to touch on you, or just try to kick it with you on the low, and they're going to want more than that. You know what I'm saying? So, y- you got four brothers. <laughs> you don't need no more brothers. You got four. Four right here, ready I to t- hold. I, no, I
0: try to tell my daughter, as long as, you know, mommy, mommy and mommy's around, make sure you got male friends,
1: because...
0: Yeah. And in my own personal life, I realize that the females are the ones that stab you in the back. So right. make sure you got your male friends, your male friends, you know what I'm saying? As long as you draw the line in the sand, they know where you stand, and you stick to it. So you ain't, you know what I'm saying, on that late night, like you said, trying to creepity-creep, but you draw the line in the sand, you stick to it. Then, you know what I'm saying, I think male friends is the best thing to have.
2: Yeah, no doubt about that. We are the best. We hold y'all down. And speaking of that, you are my sis. And me and Kevin, and we'll break somebody off something. And I, it's not all about fighting and all this violence. I mean, I'm not that violent that much, but we'll break somebody off something. you mess messing with my little sister over here, big little sister, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, Sonny, listen, it's open mic night, and, you know, we can talk about what we want to talk about. But I had to, like, ask the question about the Facebook because I'm guilty, and I know there's a lot of other people out there that's guilty. Like I might wake up in the morning and grab my phone and immediately tweet "Good morning," what up, Facebookers, is, tweeters, is, whatever. And I might drop some something that just came to me, like inspirational, what may have you. But there's a lot of people like living reckless, you know, like they'll they'll jump on and immediately start talking about some some nonsense, some crazy stuff. So I'm not justifying, you know, according to what I say by being positive. And, and theirs being negative, but I'm saying if you're gonna if you're gonna put off like brushing your teeth and washing your face, it should at least be meaningful, right? Well,
0: I the first thing I do in the morning is really get get my daughter up. Mm-hmm. And I spend at least I get her up early because I spend at least fifteen minutes making her smile. The the thing I like most nice. about my daughter is making her smile and so every single day I want her to wake up smiling so we do the whole tickle thing you know we got our 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 little song we got in the morning you know we say our prayers we we, you know we got our routine that we go through
6: and (laughs) and
0: i dedicate that first part of my morning to my daughter and then i ain't gonna lie after that and she's in the bathroom and she's brushing her teeth and she's ready to pick out what she wears (laughs) I'm on I'm, I'm on Twitter and I'm checking to see what I missed the night before or what I yeah. missed the morning of, and you know seeing who's sending me hate mail today and oh and you God. know things like that. So I do jump on after my daughter
1: secondary.
0: Mm-hmm. I do check my Twitter. Of you course, the personal hygiene comes at the first thing when you first get up in the morning. You know yeah. you do your personal time first, then it's the daughter, and then I do immediately check my Twitter.
2: Yeah, I, I um, you know, I, I give God the praise first of all, being awake, and and you know, I have a routine, but I I don't sometimes I don't know my routine goes out the window sometimes because if you don't if you if you're doing what we do, Sonny, whether it's motivational speaking or or you some sort of public figure or 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 something in that nature, it's like. The, it, it, okay, basically, if you're the type of person that the things that you do reflect the public and the public pays attention to it, there's no telling who's getting at you while you sleep, man. Oh, it's a lot of punks out here. Sunny, I remember <laughs> this dude was really good, man. He was going at me so hard. And I might go two or three days, maybe a week or two before I really get on the Twitter because John doesn't bless his heart. He's got too much on his plate. So he don't really get on my Twitter. He does the KRP Twitter and I will do my own but it's like, this dude was really getting at me about my my organization I love being a black father I mean, he was really going in, telling me about talking about, oh, you're only relevant because you're talking about black and this and that and you shouldn't put color in it and color has nothing to do with it and this and that, and he was really going in I mean, he had about 20 posts to me, man and I knew nothing about it (laughs) nothing, ate my lunch and
0: and that that, that part eats you up because you know what I'm saying? Or it be eating me up because I'm the kind, I don't respond to ignorance.
1: Yeah. So,
0: you know, if you, if you talking ignorant on my, on my joint, I won't even respond to you because I don't have, I don't have time, patience or inclination to even respond to you. Oh, yeah. But I have a lot of people that, that are ask me, you know, questions and some of them seriously like want to know the answer. And those are the people that I try to get back to and I try to respond to because some people just don't know. And they actually come to you and they actually want you to um to give them your opinion so they can see why you do what you do. And so I always want to make sure that I get back to those people. And the people who really come in and, you know what I'm saying, got nothing but ignorance, I, I don't even respond to them. I don't know. You don't get to have my time. My time is precious, and I don't waste it on your
1: ignorance.
2: You know what? This dude was—he was a, a, a conservative.
1: <laughs>
2: and uh yeah, you know, I'm about to go there. You know, I'm about to go there, baby. I'm really about to go there. And and a lot of people, get your recorders ready. Get them ready. Because I know get people are gonna ready. be feeling this, huh?
0: You better get your dollar bills ready.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm getting my... Let me see. I ain't got that many. <laughs> I don't have too many over here, but I, I want people to get their recorders ready because some people are probably going to call me on this. I know I'll get some emails on this, especially from some circles that I'm in, but conservatives get on my last damn nerves. Like, they always got something to say about something and ain't doing a damn thing in their own community, man. You know, it's crazy. Like, I I equate some of the conservatives to the damn NAACP. It's like y'all only come out for controversy. Otherwise, you're sitting on your ass doing nothing. And I'm sick of it. How many conservative groups that we reach out to? Shout out to Alan West. But guess what, man? Alan West looking out for Alan West, man. I know people don't like that. And I love Alan West, by the way. But, man, how many groups out here can use the push and the help that are doing some positive things in the neighborhood? By having an Alan West endorse them or an Alan West and I know you can't just jump out the window and endorse people. I don't I don't mean publicly come out and say, you know what, I'm I'm with them to the death. I don't mean that. But I'm saying pu- push their way, man. Let people know that these black if there are other black conservatives out there that's doing their thing and they they can use some help in their communities. Because otherwise we lose, man. We lose bad. It's so many I I noticed if you look throughout the country. It's so many black conservatives out there. It's so many black Republicans out there. But it feels like to me, after been doing this a couple years now, it feels like to me every. It's like the rap game, man. Everybody trying to get a platinum record with the help of nobody.
0: That's. I mean, that's that's. You know, that's for the game. But the thing is. And I, I give, I, I'm going to say it like this, because I've never been one to cry for somebody. I've never been one to um be like, oh, oh, help me, help me. So I say it like this. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own little hustle, and everybody think that they can do it their way, and they're going to be successful. I'm waiting for the results. Me too. And the whole Me too is where you got I? these people who are like, well, I've been a conservative for, for 12 years and I've been doing this for 12 years. And I'm like, what have you done? You've done nothing. You've got no results. You've got, you've got nothing. So yeah, you're doing it. You've been doing it, but you ain't got nowhere. So, okay, I'll keep it moving. And, right. and that's the point where I find myself at right now is like, I don't care about what, Getting this person or getting that person anymore, I didn't got my feelings hurt too many times going down that route. So right now it's just like I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna get me in order, and then I'm gonna be that exact same person. Because now when they come and they calling me and they're like, "Can you do this?" I had people try to try to buy me and and be like, "If you come and do this for me, then we could get you this and we could get you this amount of money." And I tell them no because. I'm not in it to piss or to show up for you and to smile for you and to have you pat me on my head like I'm somebody's dog Whoa. and then let send me on my way and and nothing changes. I'm about results. If Like I said, and I'll say it over and over again, my main thing is to stop us from killing ourselves. Thank that you. is point blank. That is period. I'm not trying to help you win no election. I'm not Thank trying you. to help you... um help you uh aspire to your political goals. I'm not trying to do any of that. My first goal is to stop the bleeding. The bleeding that comes from the clinics, the bleeding that comes from the side streets, the bleeding that comes from the black family. That is my goal. And if you're not going to help me move towards my goal, I don't care what your name is. I don't care what your status is. I don't need you, and I don't want you. And and I think me and you, we had this conversation earlier this week. That that That's the point is that, that like I was talking about earlier, about drawing that line in the sand.
1: Mm-hmm. We
0: don't draw that line in the sand. Not enough. Say, you know, they want us. They want our faces. They want our voices. They want our message. But they only want it when they want it. hmm So when we need to talk about the things that we need to talk about, then all of a sudden they don't want to hear it no more, or they don't have time for it no more, or or it's not relevant at the moment, or maybe we should (laughs) be talking about color. Get out of here. My community is black. So when I talk about the things that I talk about, I'm talking about it in terms of my community.
1: Sure.
0: And, And... where the real war is. The real war is happening in our houses and in our communities. And if we can't win those wars, the big war is lost. If we can't get the small wars, then the overall larger arcing war will be lost.
1: So we need
0: people that's willing to be Um, drill sergeants at home first before you move up to, you know what I'm saying, captain status and all the higher ups. You got to have people that are actually on the ground doing it in their community, doing it on their block, doing it with the people that look like them and talk like them and act like them. And the ones you can actually see, like I said, are killing themselves. Mm. And that's my, that's my goal. That's what I set out to do.
2: And that's my mission. If you're not gonna help me in it, then kick rocks. That's how, and I, I agree. That's how I feel. You know. You know what? Here, here's another thing, man. And and man, I don't mean no harm. You know what? It is what it is. Take it how you like, man. At the end of the day, it's all for a reason. It's all for a purpose. And I hope it's for the betterment of somebody. The things that I say on this show, the things that we say on this show. But at at Newt Gingrich uh, 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 celebration party, let's call it that. at at the primary in Charleston, South Carolina. Okay, so let me paint this picture for you, first of all. (laughs) It's me, Kevin Daniels. Shout out to Kevin Daniels, my other brother, president of the Frederick Douglass Foundation, man. Great guy all around. And uh, Kevin Daniels is out there. My man Earl Phillips, also director at the Frederick Douglass Foundation. My man Trey. Also, Trey is a contributor with the KRP radio show, member of the Frederick Douglass Foundation in Durham, North Carolina. Plug you guys. But um, so we're all in there. We got invited there, by the way. We didn't plan on going there. We got invited there. So we end up at a new celebration thing. So we're there at the Marriott and we're walking around. And, you know, I'm getting my press on. I'm interviewing people, talking to people. You know, we're mingling and what, what may have you. So as the room gets thicker later that day, fat. let me fast forward a couple hours. So, you know, they're waiting for New Gingrich to come in to, do, to give his speech. And uh it's safe to say that we're for of the six black guys in the room, probably at less than 10. You know what I mean? It's only four of us in there. So you would easily notice when two new black faces come in the room. It is what it is, right? So these two guys come in and, uh, you know, they make a beeline to us through the crowd. I mean, we know all sorts of people, but they make a beeline to us in the crowd. So we're talking to these guys and we kind of separate. So another one of the guys find me, And uh, I guess someone took some pictures, so we're posing, taking pictures, and we, you know, small talk. We're talking politics a little. And then this guy says to me, and this is the most important part, folks, by the way. He says, uh, Yeah, I just switched over. (laughs) Right? I guess he assumed I was a Republican, right? So he's like, Yeah, I just switched over. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, That's good, man. I hope it works for you. You know, I, you know, can I, I said, Why'd you switch? So, when I said, when those words came out of my mouth in the background, I, the news, uh, one of the news stations, I think CNN or Fox, they were all there. So one of those, they were going through scanning the crowds, and, you know, it was new, new, new going on in the background. And when I said this, he grabbed his phone, and he was looking at his phone, and he got deeper and deeper. Before you know it, that phone was like two inches away from his eyeballs. He sunk into that phone because he didn't have a clue on why he switched over to be a, a black Republican, or to be a Republican, period. He didn't know, Sonny. And and I'm looking at this kid, and I'm going, wow, I, not this kid, but this man. I'm looking at this man, and I'm going, wow, he don't have a clue. He don't know what to say to me. He don't have a clue what to say to me. And I'm, I'm, I'm amazed, but I'm a little bit pissed off. But I'm more amazed on him being in this kind of room, like it is, I mean, we're in this room where I would say eighty to ninety percent of the people know why they're there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this is not something that that general Republicans go to. This is people who knows what the issues are go to, and they're there to support their man who pushes their issues. Right? So I'm, I'm looking at this kid, and he's got the new uh, 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 pin on his collar. He's sharp. He's dressed. He's there. We got a picture out there somewhere together. And, and this dude. He don't know what to say to me. And he was two inches away from his phone. He's deep into his phone. He sucked into his text message just not to talk to me. So by now I'm getting insulted a little bit because a minute or two goes by and he ain't saying nothing to me. I'm sitting there looking like Boo Boo the damn fool with my question hanging out there after we just had a long conversation. Now you want to diss me? You can't answer my question? So all of a sudden his, his homeboy comes over, the other dude. He comes over. And he lights up, Sonny. He light up like it's Christmas morning. And and his, his eyes got big and his phone went in his pocket. And he was like, yeah, that's my big homie right there. He's the reason why I switched over. And he had this big smile on his face. And I'm like, what the hell is, what is this? <laughs> you know, what, what is this? So his big homie walks over, and he's passing out business cards like it's, like he's passing out candy at Christmas Parade. He's passing out cards, passing out cards. I threw it away. I don't know. I didn't want no part of that. I don't know what it said. I don't know his name. And I walked away. I said, you clown. And I walked away because I'm pissed off by now. My whole point in telling the story is we always hear people say that black folks don't know why they're Democrats. Black folks don't know this about the Democrat Party. Black folks don't know that about the Democrat. But I think we got a problem. I say we, but I think there's a problem in politics, period. And there's also a problem in the Republican Party. And I'm going to speak up and say with blacks because this dude is irrelevant. And I think they just saw a lane or saw a place that they could get into and stand out and probably make a difference for monetary issues, for for monetary prosperity. And I got a problem with that. I'm not even a Republican. But I got a problem with that. because my I'm going
0: to jump in and take his side for it. And Please. I'm gonna say it like this because I run into this quite often. Some blacks don't know how to um, how to feel out other black conservatives, other black Republicans, that type of thing. They don't know. Like you have um, someone who who has kind of been in it for a while or been in it for their whole life if they come up and they approach me and you when me and you are in the middle of a conversation then their first instinct would be that we aren't conservatives or that we aren't you know um you know like in in that kind of mind frame because of the way we talk it's right. not seen that we have a place or that there are, there is a number of us that are mm-hmm. in there so he doesn't know I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he doesn't know if he should talk to you about fiscal policy, if you are socially conservative, if you are, you know what I'm saying, what your rationale is. And, like, I've had people who tell me um, leave the religion. i had black conservatives who tell me leave the religious aspect of it alone. And I'm like, I can't leave the religious aspect of it alone. Or they'll tell me, um, Leave the racial part of it alone. I, I'm no, I can't leave the racial part of it alone because all of it makes my argument. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm well rounded in mind. I didn't, you know, I didn't pick up on one section of it and stu- and, and cling to that one section. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm well rounded in every aspect. I am socially conservative. I am fiscally conservative. You know what I'm saying? I am conservative all around. Right. So, I give the benefit of the doubt of saying that they don't know yet, you know, and and we are out there and we're delivering our message and our message is starting to reach people. People is are uh, is really starting to come out and and they say, I I get this one all the time. I don't agree with you or, or I don't agree with your politics, but I really like what you're saying. In other words, you agree with me. You just don't know what you should call yourself, or or you know what I'm saying? You just don't know yet, and that's fine, because I don't want people, people, like you said, people who follow me blindly. I want people who are like, you know what? I agree with you on this. I agree with you on this. Man, you got some issues on this, but I can go with you on A, B, C, and E. But you know, D, I ain't too, I ain't rocking with you too heavy on, and that's cool with me. But I, I give people the benefit of the doubt because we are so well seasoned. You know what I'm saying? We kind of been in it for a minute, and we kind of know the know the road map and know the way things go. And you might have some people who are fresh who can't stay in a conversation with us on every single aspect.
2: Not and even ground principles, though. He he didn't hear me talking. Hey, Sonny, for anybody else... I'm giving him the benefit I'm of the doubt,
0: man. Hey, let me help a brother
2: out, okay? Yeah, just, just let me give
0: him the benefit of the doubt on this
2: one. Let me tell you, them boys are in there to get paid, okay? Uh-huh. Hey, I know.
0: he gave you a fiscal answer. Hey, <laughs> he was in there because he, cause he's a fiscal conservative that wants to go where the money at. And he I mean, he cool. likes to be where the
2: money at. You can't. It means you're not real if you can't even identify that or say. He couldn't even say that to me. So that let, that let me know two things. Either one, he didn't know, or two, he don't, he's not man enough to say so. So either way, I don't want to deal with you.
0: Exactly. The, the part where you say he's not man enough to say so, that's probably um probably more of where it is. And give him the confidence to say so. Be like you here for the money, ain't it? And tell him, hey, we're not ashamed of that. That's, that's what we're talking about. We are money makers. We are hustlers. That's what we do. If that's what you here for, say that's what you here for. We ain't mad at that. But that's, that's our job. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, that's our job. If you see that. someone that's only there for that reason, tell them it's okay. I get it, but let me explain to you the other aspects of it. Let me go with you into the, you know what I'm saying? So now next time someone asks you that question, you know the difference. You know what you're talking about. You know what you stand for. And we can't run them out because they don't know. Because we got to look at, I always tell everybody I, um, I talk to, I try to look at it from when I was 18. And how I thought when I was 18, before I knew history, before I cared about politics, before I, you know what I'm saying? When I was selfish and I was um, only thinking about myself and what I could get for today and not caring about tomorrow. You know, that kind of, that mentality we had when we was 18 and we was out there doing every single thing wrong that's how I try to look at it. And, yeah. and anybody that I run across and that I try to talk to, I try to talk to them from that perspective. Because a lot of them mentally are still there. No matter what their age is, they're mentally still at that point where they can't see past, you know what I'm saying, the smoke and mirrors. They don't They don't want to see past it. So that's where I try to hit them from. Like those things back then, my, making money was still on your mind.
1: So oh, yeah. today, making yeah. money
0: is fine. So let's let's start there, and I think that that's the key is to find a place where we can start at. You know what I'm saying? Don't expect them to be where we are because a lot of people aren't where we are. But we can get them there if we start where they are.
2: Well, I don't expect most people to be there because we're, we're with with all the respect, not being cocky or whatever you want to call it. And we're just I'm just conscious about the topic. We're a little bit more understanding about things because, frankly, we probably felt this way before we knew who we were. We already exactly. felt this way from where we came from. But we just, hey, we exactly. read the history. We knew what was going on. We caught up to the times. And we got involved with some people who make these policies. So, you know, ain't, ain't no fools over here. I get that. And I understand a lot of people won't be there. And it'll probably take them a while to get there. I just expect when you walk when you're in a room like this, okay, and you're you're six out of okay. Let's say it, there was there was five hundred people there. There were maybe fifty blacks, including the press. You got to be more on your under. You got to be more on your game than that, Sonny. You got to be able to say, I'm a I'm a conservative or I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat because in that room. I don't mean just out in public or at the gym or at the supermarket, but in that room. You know what I mean? In a primary. Uh, a party. You gotta come better than that.
0: Well, well, I think then we just help somebody out. Next time you go, if you go for the money, just stay <laughs> there for the money. Don't don't, don't it. And that's right. And that's the that's the that's the that's the whole point is that we have to give people that comfort level to say that that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't stress over it. You can be you. You a hustler. You a money maker. You a go getter. You are um. You are laid all on the table at the chips fall where met, where where they may. That's your personality. That's your soul. That's what's in you. Be that.
2: You know what I I'm saying? I think i You know. I, I, I'm like is. this. You, you got to feel good about yourself. You, you need to be man enough to speak up and do your thing and say who you are, no matter what room. Like for example, I'm a believer in Christ. I am. I live my life to be Christ-like. I could care less what the world says and I'll die for it today. And I know that's different. Don't get me wrong. I know we're talking about politics, too. I know that's different. But I'm saying I have the understanding to say that, and I don't care what you think of me. Now, if you look in the room and there's 500 people here, and I'm one of the few that look like you, and I'm not no call to banks. You hear how I talk? I clean up my language a little bit among you know whatever crowd I'm around around a professional crowd because I understand I need to be professional, but at the same time, I'm, I'm well. For example, I'm gonna use a little less slang because I think that's what I need to do, so people can understand me clearly, and that's my reasoning for doing it. But I'm talking to him plain and plain English like I'm talking to you now. I don't understand. He was comfortable. He was very comfortable. I think he just. Felt uncomfortable with himself so he needed to check himself not me yeah, i'm mean, I mean, very comfortable to say what he needed to say and to express himself but he, i think you he gotta needed to be uh,
0: you gotta be big boy in those moments in those moments
2: it was like 40, you gotta
0: man. be you know what i'm saying you got you you can't be to just walk away every everybody walks away
2: but i'm a clown you know, walk
0: everybody away. walks away Democrats walk away. Republicans walk away. We need to be the ones that don't walk away. We need to be the ones that's like, open your mouth, dude, what's up? You know what I'm saying? And push them that extra mile. And most of the time when you do that, our natural instinct is to poke out that chest. Whether we are comfortable or not, we poke that chest out when you start questioning us and we start feeling uncomfortable. And that's what we need to get more people at, that that I'm going to stand up and I'm going to say it type of mentality. You know what I'm saying? And, and even with me, it took me a minute to get to that point. Like um, like every speech I do, I mention God. Sure. There's not a single speech that you can find um, that I have ever done where I don't bring up God. It's simple and plain because I, I trusted him to give me my words. And it would be wrong for me to even start a speech without first acknowledging him. Absolutely. So any speech that I give, he is in my speech, you know. So, but I, I draw my courage from that. I draw my strength from that in you that should. moment. But everybody doesn't have that same attachment. And so we got to help people to find what their attachment is. And it ain't necessarily the same thing for every person, but that's where we are, the big brothers and the big sisters. Because if we walk away, then we're like them black conservatives that we were talking about earlier. Sure. You know what I'm saying? We become those people because you're not up to my status or you're not on my status, then, then I'm just going to walk away and I ain't got nothing to say to you. That ain't me. I sit there, I'll sit there to you and tell you, like, okay, let me get away from her and try to walk, you know. And I've had this happen to people who can't answer certain questions of mine, where they'll get that, oh, I, I got to go over here type of joint going on. And I'm like, yeah, okay, go ahead. But at that point, it's you who walked away. I didn't walk away. I was still here trying to get to get to the finish line with you. You were the one who walked away, and I could sleep at night with that. And um, I think that that's where what, what we need to be, and we need to realize that because I've had a lot of people who refuse to walk away on me. You know, I have people now who call me and be like, I want to run this by you. What do you think about this? And then when they get off the phone with me, they're like, every time I talk to you, I feel smarter than I, you know, smarter than when we started. Or, oh, you really opened my eyes and enlightened me on something. It doesn't mean that they're dumb or inept when they first got on the call for me. All it means Mm -hmm. is that I gave them a different perspective. Or, I gave them a different vision of it, and and that's what we need to start doing. We need to be the visionaries that we can't. I'm not going to draw your picture for you, but I can show you what my picture looked like, and then it might inspire you to go and draw your own picture. So, like I said, the next time somebody hit him with that question, he's not ashamed to say, "I'm here. I'm here for the um." For the marketing, I'm here for. I'm here to make some connections. I'm here to um to get my name out there. I'm here to start being a force. He's not ashamed to say that. And a lot of times when I started going to these groups, I tell you one thing. I went to a Republican meeting, and um it it was full of Republicans. Mm-hmm. And my whole purpose was be of uh, being there was to promote my Alpha 21. Right. My Alpha 21. And as soon as I mentioned it. One of the guys in the crowd yelled, "It's not about the social issues. We need to stay on fiscal issues." And I had to and look, and he, and he threw me off my whole seat.
2: <laughs> Why you were speaking you know, each that? And I looked
0: him dead in his face, and I was like, "Well, if you forget the social issues, then you you miss the maturity, you miss the um, you miss the um, the understanding and the sacrifice it takes to solve." The fiscal issues, you know what I'm saying? They they are intermingled. The reason that you have people who are fiscally immature is because you have someone who's socially immature. A person mm-hmm. who doesn't care about their family or doesn't care about hurting someone else or doesn't care about um, about um, staking out a claim for their own life is mm-hmm. usually the person that will mess up their credit. Is the person who will ma- mismanage their money. Now, if you have a person that's raised to look after their brothers and sisters, if you have a person to, that's raised to um to make sure that if anybody in their family falls, that they're there to help them, that's the person that is more likely to be fiscally responsible. That's the person that puts away money for a rainy day. That's the person that um, takes money management seriously because they know that at any time brother might need it, sister might need it, I might need to help our grandma. So if you get them socially right, then the fiscal stuff usually takes care of itself. And I looked at that man, and I had to tell him straight up, just like that, and I got this overwhelming applause for doing it. But the whole point in in me doing it was, you're not going to get me off my game. I know why I stand for what I stand. I am not just a fiscal conservative because you cannot stand alone on money. I am a hustler all day long. No doubt. Money in the end isn't gonna make me happy. As I look around and everybody I love and everybody I care about, it, it's down on their luck and they broke and they, you know what I'm saying. I ain't brought yeah. nobody with me and I ain't tried to help nobody come along with me and I really did say, forget y'all. I'm just gonna hustle and make my money. I'm not gonna be happy in the end.
2: But so, see, these are the things. These are the things that we knew. Before we actually branded ourselves uh, conservative, if that's yeah. what you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? These are the things that we knew that we felt so near and dear about, but we just didn't know how to how to how to relay it to people outside of our community. You know what I mean? So it, it yeah. kind of for for you and myself. It kind of came natural, and to a lot of people like us, it, come, it comes natural. But going back to the original, and, and outside of what I was talking about with, with the young man that I met, or not the young man, or with the guy that I met at the New Gingrich party, but going back to the original topic, this also comes back home, and it makes me also ask the question, why are conservatives, more so importantly, why are black conservatives so selfish and black Republicans so selfish that they aren't willing to help each other out, and they're all trying to get a slice of the pie. We got one caller we need to get in real quick, Sonny. 619 638 8559 is the number. You listening to the KRP radio show with super celebrity Sonny Johnson. You can find her on Twitter at symbol Sonny Johnson with the O S O N N I E. Johnson is the last. You can also hit us up on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash KRP radio show. That's K I R P radio show. And uh, you can also find us on iTunes because we're doing it big like that. iTunes.com podcast slash K-I-R-P radio show. Three words. Make sure you hit us up on that. If you got a comment, let us know. If not, let us live. Going to a caller out of the 336. Caller uh, 244 is the last. What's up? You on the air with Pudgy and Sonny.
1: Hello. Hello. Yo. What's up, this is Kev?
2: <laughs> What's up, Kev? We know who hey, you are, nah, but man. I just thought I would do it like that. we just make you a regular person. All right. <laughs> How you I doing, know,
5: bro? I just want, I'm good, man. I'm tired, about to go to sleep. What's up, sis? What's happening?
0: Hey, bro. What's good with
5: you? Ain't hey, nothing. I just wanted to call and jump in, man, for my um, go to sleep. Make a comment about that. Uh, the guy from Georgia. Um, what what made it worse, man? About him, he he's a county commissioner, man. He's an elected official. Yeah, so I knew have, but I didn't official. want to
2: say that right away. I didn't. I didn't want. Yeah. Oh. The way. I did not want to go yeah, there. He's an, he's, he's an elected
5: <laughs> official that switched over. Don't know why. He got national attention because um, he actually swung the balance of one particular county uh, from, from Democrat to Republican when he switched over. So he got national attention. So this dude switched over. I didn't even know why. <laughs>
0: okay, then see, I I don't have no defense for that one. I I thought it was just a just a blog that just happened to show oh, no, up. No, no, see, no, I don't no, got no defense no, no. for that
2: one. That's just. That's see, just I didn't want to put him out there that much, Sonny. I, I really didn't. When I found out he was a county commissioner and and what he did actually changed the face of the vote, I didn't want to put the man out there like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't want to go there. But it is what it is. Nah, we're going we're gonna put him out there. Forget that it's hey, see, people. If
0: you had started off with that We wouldn't even had that whole conversation Right
2: there But you know the, but the, the, amazing part is,
1: sleep,
2: the, the amazing part is We needed to have that conversation Because Sonny you were right You were 1000% right And that's probably the problem With like black republicans and black conservatives now Is that we often turn our back To new people Coming into uh, the party Or the movement or whatever you want to call it because there's a lot of people who don't want to identify themselves as, as conservatives or Republicans, but they feel like we do. You know what I mean? So I think people like us should bring them in and, and, and spend the time with them and start talking to those folks. And uh, and there's not enough people that do that.
0: Well, I right, Kev Knight. He left already?
2: Yeah, I think he got, I think he, uh, let's see. No, a call dropped. He, Maybe he'll call back in a second. He said he had to go to bed. Back, John.
0: You know, a hardworking man like that got to go to sleep.
2: Yeah, man. This dude is all over the world. I don't know. We have some technical difficulties. We gotta go to commercial real quick, Sonny. And I got I got a Bill Maher clip to play for you. And uh I, I I'm I'm gonna give you the opportunity to rebut that because I, I thought he was real reckless right here. But I thought he was right on a little bit too. Um but before we go, I'm gonna play something for you folks out there who don't know who Sonny is. She's all over the place man Google her Sonny Johnson S-O-N-N-I-E Last name Johnson Need to know how to spell it If you listen listening to this show Here's Sonny in Liberville And I played this last week Got a lot of emails on it A lot of love on it This thing right here is a viral So look for it on YouTube Where she's actually You can see her Reciting this poem Or reciting these words But here's your chance To listen to it. Her. Here's Liberville And then we go to commercial We'll be right back And listen to the K-I-R-P radio show I'm saying it's crazy, like I'm gonna tell y'all a little something about my homie, right? This shit sunny man. I don't know how y'all gonna take it, man. I mean, did she say that? That's what you probably gonna say. going to be like, yo, did she say
0: that? A trip through Liberalville. Come with me on a trip through Liberalville, call it what you may. The ghetto, the hood, the block, the trap, is nothing more than the outcome of liberal policy. If the Negro in the ghetto must eternally be fed by the hand that pushes him into the ghetto, he'll never have the strength to get out of the ghetto. That's Carter Woodson, and it's the premise for this article. Now, when most people think about Liberalville, called by one of the aforementioned nicknames, they think drugs, crime, trash, and desperation. Low-grade public housing, limited job opportunities, and no chance at a quality education. They just forget to look at the equation. People plus liberal politics equals total degeneration. You need a better tour guide. What's really there, the liberals had. People of all faiths, colors, and creed, all with a basic need to belong. See, it's the same song from eight tracks, the wax CD, to iPod. Living in Liverpoolville is hard, or is it? Let me tell you what I see when you remove the democratic elite. I see the poet. Feelings into verbs, action into words. The revolution has occurred in modern-day storytelling. His wit is hard to defeat, his desire makes it hard to compete, but his skill stays on mixtapes and side streets because we find value in the industry. I see the artist, a vision in his head, bigger than any paper or pad, graffiti formed on walls, and it's sad. We find no value in the art that he shares, so it stays in Liberalville halls instead of on museum walls His property values continue to fall. I see the pastor. Broken and remade, no longer weighed down by past mistakes, saved and enraged, those around him continue to fade from God's glory to government shade in an attempt to be made into what our Savior already promised. I see the banker. He never stepped foot out of Liberalville still. The boy can convert euros to yen and back to dollars again, accounting for inflation and taxation, trapped in a situation where he doesn't understand the value of his instant computations, I see the politician. On a mission to stand in opposition to anyone who would change the rules halfway through the game. He can rev up the folks, folks and gather the vote, but it's a shame. He has no power or desire until shots are fired and the people need someone to blame. I see the lawyer. Not court, but street appointed masters of defense. Not bar, but street associates of common sense. In a pinch he can play name that crime. He can list the charges, guess the verdict, and predict prison time. Dirty hands and deeds protected by a brilliant mind. I see the social worker. Two kids of her own, two of her brothers, never doing for self, always for others. I shudder to feel such a backbreaking weight. Low funds, short supply, and empty plates. And a support system that says, wait, fall a little further. Then we'll save the day. I see the psychiatrist. Oh, she may be whacked out, she may seem, but for free she'll break down your dreams whether you asked her to or not. She spots those who pass with a swift kick in the ass and says, hold up, not so fast. Your mom did it and so did I. The answer to your problem is not getting high, it's doing more than just getting by. I see a promise. I see a possibility. A promise and a possibility with a capital P and potentially the only salvation for our community
2: k i r p
1: radio
2: For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking, LLC. That's Allen's Trucking, LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking, LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen trucking LLC do you have a garage full of old junk at least you think it's old junk how about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you just been moving stuff into and you ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time well if you do make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away again that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington North Carolina Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates Sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of Eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 336- 1-4-6-4-2-7. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 36-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Popper at Faulkner's Antiques says, Don't forget the reason for the season.
6: Sound Shoe. C H E W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament.
3: Across America, the NFL and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org.
2: Scientific test prove when you drink Dr. Pepper slow, the 23 flavors taste even better. For me, slow always produces a hit. Slower is better. Trust me. Welcome back to the K.I.R.P. Radio Show. I don't know if you guys are getting technical difficulties across the United States or throughout the world, but we got some things going on, man, and it sounds like the aliens are attacking our show. <laughs> Just taking the page out of Minister Farrakhan's book. I know I'm, I'm going to get some ridicule about that, too, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm on the air with Sonny Johnson, man, holding us down on the K.I.R.P. Radio Show this evening. Sonny, what's up? Chilling, chilling, chilling,
0: chilling.
2: Um, was the sound messed up for, for VA on your end?
0: No, it sounded fine to me.
2: All clear. Okay. Well, I guess it's all good in VA, man. So, um, I just, I heard this, this is something that Bill Maher had said, and, uh, I, I thought we might get it and play it on the show. And, uh, we just talk about it a little bit, but he said some, uh, you know, it's Bill Maher. He said some things. Let's check it out. Can we get it?
3: The problem is no matter what Obama suggests, people do, the Republicans have become a party that treats every suggestion for the common good as a direct attack on their personal liberty. During the campaign, Obama suggested that an easy thing Americans could do to help with fuel efficiency was check the tire pressure on their car. Simple. Think of your tires like tits and keep them inflated. (laughs) But that's asking Americans to do something. Inflate my tires? Fuck you! Get me more oil! (laughs) And don't even suggest you're going to screw with my ability to cheat on my taxes. Yes, this week, the President had the audacity to suggest that billion dollar corporations with fake offices in the Bahamas be taxed at the higher rates of not being allowed to steal anymore. (laughs) You've heard of opposite marriage? Um. They're practicing opposite patriotism. This last Earth Day, Rush Limbaugh celebrated by praising coal-fired powered plants and the plastic bag, while Glenn Beck cheered a man on while he cut down trees. You know, not really an ideology here, just being a dick. (laughs)
5: You know...
3: When the president suggests things that will help the greater good, that's not a slight against your fragile manhood. I know, I know, you're a rugged individualist, except you're not. You're just a dick and never called out on it. Going back to Reagan, all of our leaders have told us, the people, that government is always the problem. Never you, my precious Perfect American citizen, you are always perfect just the way you are, like a precious little snowflake, a beautiful, precious, three hundred and fifty pound pig ignorant snowflake. That
2: was uh, that was Bill Maher. That was, uh, that was that was that video was kind of old actually, but I thought I might play that because um, I don't know, Bill Maher and uh. President Obama has some things, some some distinct things that in common, <laughs> and uh, contrary to popular belief, uh, they're not the things that all of us would agree on. But listening to it, you know, just, you know, just listening to it, first off, most people would say, "Oh, he's right, and I agree," blah 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 blah. But if you listen to those last two lines, excuse me, that let you know exactly who Bill Maher was. And exactly who he is And exactly what he believes Bill Maher Believes in socialism And I don't know if people Understand that I don't know if folks want to really hear that Because you know he'll have most stuff on And he'll have the occasional rap on And he has all these cool people And he like black girls And you know this that and the other He's cool and he's edgy And people like that But rest assured Bill Maher is in agreement with socialism. So I ask you, Sonny, what do you think about that clip that we just played, first of all, before I even go into a conversation with you? What do you think about that clip?
0: This is this is my adage, and this is what I'm going to say about it. You and I, we, me, you, and Kev, we've had this conversation. We banged our heads against each other having this conversation numerous times. That we're coming out, the way we're doing things is we're, we're trying to be ourselves, but we're trying to elevate.
1: Sure. So
0: the things that we might say in a personal conversation with each other, will never make it on radio. Right. You know what I'm saying? The things that we might say when the three of us are talking to each other, we we don't let other people in because it, it's not meant for them to hear. It, it's sure. things that we amongst ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, my whole thing is, that's what they want from us. They want us to come out and act like niggas. If, if we came out and we talked as reckless as Bill Maher talked, we would be everywhere. They couldn't wait to interview us. They couldn't wait to get us on air. They couldn't wait to broadcast our name and broadcast our faces. If we were to come out and act ignorant and jackasses and, and excuse my language, I'm sorry, if we were to come out and to do that they would put us everywhere but because we try to come out and we try to do it with common sense we try to do it with some dignity we try to we try to uplift and try to be better than what we were sure we get ignored and and we keep knocking our heads about that because we're like at, at what point do we say you know what just let the let 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 the, let the nigga come out and and just let let that part show, but we know that that would breed us as ignorant, that that would breed us as unintelligent, that that would breed <laughs> us as you know what I'm saying. I yeah, no, Give them a that. reason to call us out of our name okay. and not to give any validity to the points that we're trying to make. But with a Bill Maher. With, with some of these stupid analysts that could come out and say this crap, all he did that entire rant was call people names. That's all he did. Oh, uh, you attack the personal liberty, you're an ass. You do this, you you know what I'm saying? That's all yeah. he could do is. Come out. He never he never talked about the validity of the argument. Like the simple fact is. If you keep your tires inflated, guess what? You're still paying, what's in the average now, $4.30 a gallon for gas. <laughs> you know, he never, he never talks about the validity of the argument. The, the argument is gas prices are high. I don't care about inflated tires because in the end, I still have to pay $4.00 and some change for a gallon of gas. So he never talks about the argument. All he does is go into calling names. And for that you get you clap, and for that you cheer, and and you wonder why. I I, I, I know, uh, I know, I know, I I
2: swear, I know. (laughs) I I have
0: to stop myself because four dollars a gallon of gas is not hurting Bill Maher. Trust, Bill Maher is paid. $4.30 a gallon of gas is hurting the average American, the average person who really does have to take their kid to soccer practice, that does have to take their kid to school in the morning, that is listening to Charlotte every single Sunday trying to figure out how to pinch a penny to make sure they can feed their kids without government assistance. That is the person that the $4 gallon of gas is hurting. But it's not hurting Bill Maher. So Bill Maher can laugh it off and he can joke it off and he can make it oh it's funny, laugh at me, but in the end you're sitting there laughing at it until you go to the gas station. And then it ain't so funny anymore.
2: Not at all. It's not and, funny no more. That's right.
0: And so the point is, is if we're gonna if we're gonna take I heard this, I heard this and and it it ticked me off so bad. You know how New Gingrich comes out and he says Obama is the food stamp president, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I laugh at it, you know, when they say, oh, it's racist. And my first thought is, okay, so you equate food stamps with black people. That's my first thought. So that's not, even though more white people are on food stamps than black people, you go ahead and the first thing you do is equate food stamps to black people. Okay, that's fine. I laugh at it. But. I heard the most, uh, I saw the most ignorant comment on Twitter this week that the, the person wrote, they don't even give food stamps anymore. They give EBT cards.
2: <laughs> Woo, there you go. Round of applause from the KLB radio show to whoever that was. I wish you had to tag on, on what their address was because they deserve some attention. They deserve to be touched. I literally
0: wanted to pull my hair out. Do you remember back, back in the day when I was young, and I know I probably said this on the show before, but back in the day when I was young um, and I was living with my mother, my mother was on food stamps, okay? And she would never, ever let us touch a food stamp. You, know, The ice cream truck used to come through the neighborhood, right? And they mm-hmm. accepted food stamps. If she did not have cash in her pocket, we got nothing from the ice cream truck.
1: When (laughs) we were younger,
0: we walked to the store. If she did not have cash in her pocket, then we got nothing from the store because we were not allowed to use or to take. We weren't allowed to touch the food stamps. She made up in her mind that she would make a better life for us to, to the point where we would never have to do that. We would never have to go on food stamps. Now you have it because you get an EBT card, and it looks like a credit card, but it's okay, <laughs> that it's somehow different. And you're somehow above it all because you're not using the stamp.
2: It's you, psychological. You it wants you to feel better. You get the swipe now, baby.
0: So all they have to do is change <laughs> it up and make it look pretty, and now it's acceptable to you. When are you going to realize that you are the butt end of the joke? They're not changing the system. All they're doing is making you feel better about it. They're relaxing you into accepting it. And we fall for it. I mean, for this to be your argument, what happened to we need to make our communities better? They're trying to hold us in place. They're trying to lock us down. They don't want us to have anything, but yet you get happy now that you can swipe. Instead of you having know, to pull out the books and count them out in front of everybody, you know, guess part,
2: what? A, a whole number of my, know, I, most people know.
0: Most people know when you pull out your card and they see it, they know what it is.
2: Yeah, their, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Their yeah.
0: bank card doesn't look like that. Their bank card has a Visa logo on it. Yeah. It has, you know, what I'm saying, it has a bank logo on it. Yours doesn't. They know what it is, so you're not getting away with with, with no one knowing. So they still know what it is,
2: Funny.
0: and if in, in your mind it makes you feel better, that says more about you than it does about anything else.
2: It does, but to a whole lot of to a whole lot of people, um, to to me now, and and I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist only because I know what's going on in the nation, and, and in so many different ways. So I, I can't help but to be a little bit of a con- conspiracy theorist, but. To a whole host of people, like for example, that Twitter person that posted that to a whole host of people, it is psychological warfare, and they accept that fact that now I get to swipe, so it doesn't. I'm not as embarrassed because it looks just like a debit card or a credit card or this may have you. But you know what? Besides all that, here's here's the thing. Here's a beef that I have. Period. And you know, there are a lot of conservatives don't agree with this, and and I challenge. All conservatives or Republicans, let's come to the table and let's talk about this. And, and Democrats, by the way. I would love to bring everybody to the table so we can really talk about entitlements. Because, like you said before, the fiscally conservative don't like to talk about the social issues and vice versa, unless you're both. And then you can never find a happy median. And, and truth be told, if the proper love, and that, that's why this was the topic of the show, too, love. the The proper love can fix all this. Right. But we know that's not going to happen because this is the debate. This is the ultimate debate. It's not about the love and and, and, and the general responsibility and, and well-being of all people. It's not about that. It's just the argument of that. No one wants to manage the middle ground, which is where majority of the people in the world are working class. Nobody wants to manage the middle class. They like to go far left or far right. Or just a notch from far. So that way, they'll, you'll keep the people in the middle arguing about what's right or what's wrong. And that's what happens. We argue with people that are A, like us, about issues that we both know should be a certain way. We know that people shouldn't be given everything that they need to survive because it kills your survival instinct. We know that if you do that, it allows people to sit on their ass and they, they, they won't, you know, accomplish anything but very, very minimal You know that they all accomplish. We know that we know all these things, but yet you get people on the far left who just disagree with that, just because it's a it's a far right, not a far, but it's just a right issue. It's just a a platform of the right. So you get people on the left that argue that we all know that entitlements are necessary and that they are needed, especially in America today. But my whole problem with a lot of conservatives is 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 that they just don't want to hear that. You know, all entitlements are bad. People are going to do wrong with it. They're going to do this. But to me, the whole problem is we don't look at entitlements, you know, since we're talking about that right now. We don't look at entitlements and go, and and I blame our president, and this is the problem that I have with the government, in general, point blank, period, when it comes to entitlements. They won't gauge entitlements and try to fix those programs and start swaying them towards education because one thing that I know is the more educated someone becomes – the less dependent they become on anybody else. The more education you get, the better off you are, man. And they won't change. They won't know that to do that. It
0: ain't even a matter of education. You look at, you take, and and I'm going to be 100% real with this one. You take a kid that grew up in the ghetto. He didn't have a dad. His mom was on crack or, you know what I'm saying, doing whatever. And he had nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That kid at the age of thirteen will be a hustler.
2: Yeah, survival that instinct will,
0: though. That kid will be a hustler. Why is that kid a hustler? Because that kid wants money. That kid that kid wants to never have that feeling of going to sleep hungry. That kid wants the feeling of being able to provide for himself. The the, the feeling of being able. What what um what Pac said, Pac said, it feels good putting money in the mailbox. I love paying rent when the rent's due. That's the feeling that they want, that feeling of independence. Now, they go about it the wrong way, but you can't knock the fact that the reason that they do it is because they are reaching out because they don't want the entitlements. They don't want the handouts. They don't want the stuff that has kept them in place, locked down, since they were born. They want to be financially sound. They want to be able to afford for themselves, to take care of themselves, to move when they want to move, to eat where they want to eat, when they want to eat, how much they want to eat, and the clothes that they want to wear, and the shoes that they want to have on their feet. No one teaches them how to get there legally, and and that's the problem. So you have these kids that have this mentality, and that's why I said that the black community is not lost. For the strife that we have been through, for the pain that we have been through, for the era that we have lived through since the 60s, we are the generation that should be able to turn this all around. Because we have, we are the ones that have suffered under the system. We are the ones that know the pitfalls. We are the ones who know the shortcomings. But what we don't know is why it was placed there, why it was put there. All we know is that the only way we can get out is if we hustle and we hustle hard. Now, my answer to it is to show them how to legally hustle. And you see a generation who knows they're coming up, the only the only thing is the only avenue they see is like the rap game. The only avenue they see is to play basketball. Well, truthfully, If you take the number of successful artists, you take the number of successful basketball players, you take the number of successful football players, you take the number of successful black uh, baseball players, if you take all of them up and add them up, they do not equal up to the number of successful scientists, to the number of successful um, financiers and bankers, to the number of successful authors, and the number of of, of, um, all of these other occupations, we need to start telling them that this is the way you can get it. You can get it by going out. You don't have to go to college. You can go and become a welder and then open your own welding company. You can become a plumber and open your own plumbing company. You can become a, a, a auto mechanic and open your own shop because you know you know, 10,000 people in your city. Let's not say 10,000. Let's say 1,000. You know 1,000 people. That love you to death, so if you open a shop there's a that there's your consumer base, a thousand people that will start off with you that will come and bring their shop bring their car to your shop to get their car fixed. You have your consumer base, but nobody is telling them that that's a good job you can go into. This is a good field people need um people need plumbing, people need these little basic necessities, and nobody is pushing them into those those are legal those are. You, They're not going to come and uh, kick your door in because you're a plumber. They're not going to come and confiscate your car and take, you know, you know what I'm saying, take whatever money you got in the safe because you're a welder. These are legal ways to make money, to get profitable, and to be independent. And if we can take that hustle and we can add to that hustle some true, like you said, true knowledge about not only what's going on in America and the possibilities for you being an American citizen, but also the knowledge uh, of a craft, uh, of something you can do with your hands, or something that's not going to take you eight years to get a college degree. Most of these schools take you 12 months, 14 months, 18 months at the most to complete. And then you can go straight into a a, a job and be making – $18 $18 an hour, $19 an hour. Then you could penny-pinch and save to the day you can open
2: your own. That's I the agree. It all, it all be- comes back to education. I, I agree, but, you know, the people in the middle, want, what's that? All right, hang on. We got to get a call out of the 305. I'm sorry, caller. Um, you've been on for quite a while. Call it. You're the only call out of the 305 area. What's that, Miami? Carter, you're you on the air with Pudgy. What's up?
5: <laughs> Big dog, what's going on?
2: What up, what up, what up? Who we got on the line? It's my, Tommy, sound like my, brother. Uh, yeah, it sounds like Tom
5: Pierce. What's up, baby? <laughs> What's up, man? You know what? I'm leaving it. Look, I know this is a, uh, a uh, man, I, I'm sorry, Pudgy. Just just, uh, sorry for, um, uh, I know this is a politics show, man, but I was reading your Twitter message coming out of the, uh, American Airlines Arena tonight, and I uh, mm-hmm. wanted to give a shout-out to my boys from the Miami Heat from whooping up on them Chicago Bulls.
2: Yeah, y'all got that W tonight, man. I was watching that. Shout-out shout out to LeBron, Wade, Bosh, and the boys out there. Shout-out to you two, Tom. Man. You guys did it big tonight, bro.
5: Well, we about to give it away, but you know what? One thing I got to say is, and you can turn on ESPN and watch it, but I'll tell you before it breaks, Derrick Rose <laughs> crying in the locker room. Stap.
2: Wow. Serious? Shout out to D Rose, man. I, I like Derek Rose, man. He's, he's missed he's, two
5: free throws with 12 seconds to go. Come on, you make it. You're making 213 million a year, and you can't hit two free throws.
2: He took that to heart, man. That, guy, that guy's a player. time. Uh, he's a player. I, I, I know you. I know you work for the Miami Heat. I know you're a Heat guy, but that guy's a player, man. Come on now, give him some love. Hey,
5: championship ring <laughs> has already been sized. That's all I'm saying.
2: I'm rocking with already the heat. Already
5: been yeah, already been sized, my man. Lob City is back.
2: Yeah, I think the Heat got it though. I'll, I'll be down there with you, man. We'll be in the box drinking on something because I, I think y'all nah, got. You'll be,
5: it. Uh, you, you, you'll be on the floor. Yeah, I don't. I don't put my guests in a box. I put you on the floor.
2: Well, we'll be on the floor, and I definitely think the Heat going to take it this year. I, I don't. I don't see how they can
5: I don't know, man. I know you follow Charlotte sports, but. Yeah. I love MJ, man, but you you got to do something with him, <laughs> with him, Bob I
2: don't know what to say. man. You know, I have not spoke to Mike, and, and I've been working for that show for three years. I have not spoke to Michael Jordan. I can't wait to tell him. I'm glad he got rid of Kwame Brown. And everybody who's listening know my background in sports, too, and music. I can't help it. It is what it is. But I ain't spoke to Michael Jordan, man. That man is nowhere around the areas that I'm in, but I'm nobody important, so... Then you know, that's a whole different thing, but yeah, we we need some big names over here in Charlotte, man, in, in NC. Hey,
5: And no disrespect to your your lady friend you got on there, man. I just wanted to chime in with a little sports action, man. Break up this monotony a little bit, man. Y'all got me wondering whether I'm a Democrat or a Republican, but you know, yo, that makes you to make...
2: you're independent, baby. See that, time, hey. That's the thing. Everybody, th- there's no one way that's right, man. There's there's no specific one way that's always right. You know, if you love people and you and you want the best for people, you gotta feel like help people when they're absolutely down and they've been trying, and you want to give them a crush to get back up so they can help themselves better. That's just the proper way, man. But you can't give people things for their whole lives. You can't give people stuff and and create a lifestyle for people. So that's all we're saying. You know, that, that, that's that's all, that's all we're basically saying, man. This is a life mission. It's something that we're always gonna deal with. It's something that we always brother. Gonna- I'm
5: so- I'm so fed up with the government and politics to where, you, you know, I was running a business for a long time, buddy, but I was paying so much taxes. I, you know what? I'm I'm so much happier now and, and, and working for, you know, God bless the Miami Heat. You know, they didn't pay me what I was uh, making with, uh, with with owning my own company. But, brother, owning your own company, they just try to strangle you a little more. So, you know, at the end of the day. Um uh I, I'm gonna I, 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 I'm not I'm not affiliated with any party. I'm gonna vote Good. for who the hell I wanna vote
2: for. You know I mean, you all uh, right with me. <laughs> matter, of right.
5: Fact, matter of fact, if the Republicans don't get it together, I'm not gonna vote for anybody. Hey. Hey, said, I feel you
0: son. hey, hey, I feel you on that one. Hey, me, don't bro. leave me out of this sports talk. <laughs> I, I got my I got my baller on too now. You were
2: quiet, okay. was, Sonny. You know I love you, baby. It was on you though. Uh, yeah, I you can't
0: can, I, I can. I can get into the sports talk. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be sizing the rings up. Make sure your boy did good last year until he got to the. He so he got to the finals and choke. Oh, yeah. choke! Uh, oh,
5: oh, oh, oh is that
2: so. <laughs> Heat in four. I don't care who they play, and it's only four because they want to do it in Miami. <laughs> let me tell you
5: something. Let, let let me tell you something, and and I don't, and I'm not taking it away from you know people's comments about LeBron choking. Uh, however, that being said, Dallas, and people don't realize, Dallas was a very good team. Dallas had, had played together for four seasons. The yeah. big three only played together for one and a half. 80, 80, 87 games at that point. Well, one in, so, the <laughs> in the end, mommy and daddy always wins over their children, right? Because mommy and daddy's been doing it a lot longer. These more babies serious. are babies, so the baby the baby No, well, I just had to jump
0: together. in and let you know what I was talking about. I knew what I was talking about. That's all. <laughs> well, no, I mean anybody could,
5: any. I mean, I could I could go talk to the I could go talk to to the to the biggest non sports fan on the street, and they're going to tell you, "Oh, LeBron choked last year in the finals." Okay. He
2: ain't choked, man. He ain't choked. Okay. Gotta, that's my man. Oh,
5: that hurts.
2: Okay, he Dude, choked.
5: What's that? <laughs> Well, well, you know what? I'll send some love to the Richmond Spiders. That's where you're from, right? Most definitely, always. Shout
2: out to the Richmond Spiders, man. You you just gave them a plug, so we got to shout them out. B.I.G., shout out to the Spiders out there. You know, they're having a pretty good season this year. (laughs) I'm
0: up up kind of towards Washington area. I can't shout out the Wizards, but I will give a shout out to the Mystics. I love taking my girl to the game and letting her see, Uh you know, Seeing the athletes go, so I take her to see the mystics instead of the wizards.
2: No doubt. Shout so out to oh, okay. John Waldo. That's my little homie right there. He was out here in north of NC. That's a Raleigh Native. John Wall is that All man. Right. John Wall.
5: John Walton. Well, I'll tell you what, anytime you guys are in town, you know I got you, buddy.
2: I already know that, man. You know, we go way back. We go back like stores, <laughs> brother.
5: Well, we go way back to where they call you Altery, right?
2: Yes, sir. That's what it is.
5: <laughs> <to> forever. <laughs> Fat, Fat Kevin. Give a shout-out to Fat Kevin.
2: Oh, man. You know what, Tom? I appreciate <laughs> you, man. Any more? You got to give some more shout-outs, man. Any more shout-outs you got to give, man, while you got the national mm-hmm. audience in your hands?
5: No, buddy, no, no. I I, I, I was doing, uh, like I told you, man, you were sitting there down in Twitter and Facebook, and here I knew about your show tonight on Twitter, so I had to call you. And I'm like, come on. please tweeting <laughs> out and telling people about social media. Listen, I don't. It's it, it, it's very true. I don't have to watch the tennis match till late in the morning. I can I can wake up and watch all my Twitter posts and know what happened. You know.
2: No oh, man, that's crazy too. Word up. Well, look man, we, well, we look about man, y'all hold
5: y'all 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 hold, hold that show down, man.
2: Yeah, we are about to close it in three minutes, and don't forget, we gotta talk about a sports show that you and I need to get on, man, right here on WMMG. So we'll talk about that. And um, blessings to you and your family, man. Shout out to your boys, man. I see you playing basketball. I'm I'm watching.
5: Ah, I hear you, but likewise, man. Uh, call me tomorrow. We'll talk. All right, blessings. Take care, Miss Johnson. Miss Johnson.
0: Thank you much, and, and
5: big ups to Heat. Y'all go ahead. We'll see what y'all do this year. All right. Enjoy those
2: Mystic games. <laughs> <laughs> Word up. One love. Sunny. All right, peace. All right, brother. Peace. So, the Heat. In four, don't forget that. But, you know, shout out to the Richmond Spiders. Listen, we got three minutes to go. And uh, I'm supposed to get another commercial in here, but I'll, I'll get that in the dead hour that's off the air and the bonus coverage and, and whatnot. But um, close the show for me, man. You know, give us give us a final on the show, if you if you don't mind. All
0: right, well, this is going to be my final for it. The GOP in 2010 got a huge victory in Congress. They took over the House. We gained a couple of seats in the Senate, and after the census results came in, there's a lot of redistricting, redistricting in a lot of the states. Well, what, what the GOP establishment is now doing is they're trying to redistrict out most of the world-true, um, hardcore Tea Party conservatives that got elected, and among them are Alan West down in Florida. They are now trying to redistrict him out of his seat, because he did not go along with the party line. He is not supporting Mitt Romney. And I put this out on Twitter today. GOP, if you want to fight, then you're going to get one if you keep on going after the people that gave you power. You would not have the House now if we didn't get out in the numbers that we did. If we didn't fight, if we didn't organize, you would not be where you are. It comes a time where you have to remember history or you're doomed to repeat it. The last time the base of this grand old party, did not listen. The Whigs got thrown out and the Republican Party was formed. You better learn from history before you're doomed to repeat it. And that's how I close it out. Last thing I have to say.
2: There it is, man. I could have done it more better. Shout out to Colonel Allen West. And, um, you know, just to divvy off that, man, you know, great dude, man. I, you guys really need to pay attention to what's going on if you are not paying attention to what's going on. And uh, Sonny was right on with what she's saying. And let me tell y'all something else, too. We got IDs on this side. So I know y'all hearing all this mess about how blacks don't, the NAACP, NAACP saying how blacks don't have IDs and how the voter ID bill is going to affect us from voting. We've been had jobs. We've been going to the club. We've been buying Newports. Man, I didn't mean to give them that plug, but I'm sorry, John. We've been smoking cigarettes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, and we've been doing everything that's been requiring an ID from as long as I can remember. So I'm not trying to hear this crap about how black folks don't have IDs. We got IDs on this side. Shout out to everybody who listens to the KRP radio show. You are B. I G in my book, giving B-I-G love to my sis Sonny. We got to have her on the show more, man, because I love the flow. Shout out to my man Trey. Shout out to the Frederick Douglass Foundation and everybody out there who listen to the show that make us the number one black conservative in the Southeast United States online. We doing it with over two hundred and twenty to 30,000 listeners out there. I appreciate you guys and one love. Next week, same time, same place. Check for the replay, folks. You can find us on krpradioshow.com, on Twitter at symbol krpradioshow, me at symbol NC Pudgy, and Sonny at symbol Sonny Johnson. Sonny with an O-N-N-I-E. Also, you can find us on iTunes, and we're growing on iTunes like crazy. iTunes podcast at K-I-R-P Radio Show. Break the word up, folks. K-I-R-P Radio and Show. Three words. You'll find us on iTunes and we're doing it big over there. Also on YouTube. Can't find some YouTube clips. That's youtube.com backslash K-I-R-P Radio Show. We do it every week, same time, same place, every Sunday, 8 o'clock. Don't be surprised on what you might hear. And if you don't remember nothing else, remember this. God is love is God. Blessings one love. We'll catch y'all next week. Bye, Sonny!